Lisa. Oh, okay, pretty good. Hello, welcome to the New Year's episode. New Year, new me. Uh, been saying that too much actually. Uh, how is everybody doing? Let's do a check-in. Feeling good. Yeah. Uh, Feeling great. Older, mostly. Mm. Uh, you know, our brain's still in 2019, so. Do you know what? Uh, <laughs> on the 20, 23rd? How, how long is the month again? On the 30th. Okay. On the 30th of December, I my mind was feeling downhill. As in, I'm about to reach a destination, right? Mm -hmm. And I also felt this way on the 31st. And then as soon as I woke up on the 1st, my mind felt uphill. <laughs> so it's like, even though it's, you know, like just like any other day, like going across New Year's, right? It's like it's like you walked. It's it's like I've gone over a barrier or something. Yeah, and there's a new mountain to climb. Exactly. Exactly. First of all, yeah, thanks. Uh, health fad thing. Because uh, I've been doing oh, that for a month. Yeah. I've been doing cold showers for a month. But I think I should first operationalize the whole thing. I'm gonna give like my goal in this is to try to do a health fad for a month. And I think going ahead, I'm going to give an evaluation of the viability, how easy it is uh, for the average layperson to do, and how easy it was for me to do, the effectiveness, how much I felt it actually contributed to the thing it was supposed to contribute to, and the fun factor involved, like how interesting was it actually to do as opposed to just being boring. Now, uh, could I interrupt you with a question? Go ahead. What does, does, what does viability mean? Is that just like practicality like in your in terms of like fitting this into your daily routine or just like how impossible it is to do because uh the way i'm doing a lot of these is like i'm looking at sort of videos that say hey everybody should do this it's a 10 minute 15 minute thing per day right with the idea that it's easy easy and anyone can do it so if i feel that when i'm actually doing it it's actually hey wait a second this is not that easy you need above average amount of motivation to do it uh, that's the viability factor. Right. Okay, got it, yeah. Um, so with that in mind, I was doing cold showers. Uh, I'm gonna get the names correct this time. It was uh, Susanna Solberg, Dr. Susanna Solberg's uh, research paper talking about the benefits of doing cold showers. Uh, she wrote a book about it and there's a associated research paper on it. The research paper, like, uh, her actual experiment was about people who swim in the cold um, but ah, okay. her conclusions are drawn in the sense that she believes everybody can reap the benefits from taking cold showers the main benefit is the increase in production of brown fat the counterpart to white fat which is uh, the body's way of storing excess energy brown fat is the one in charge of breaking down blood sugar uh, and fat molecules to create heat and maintain body temperature so uh, I don't have the book because it's not actually available or it just recently became available in the Netherlands, I think. Uh, but she has a Twitter post which very handily tells us, hey, do three days of two to three minutes of cold showers per week for the maximum benefits for the layperson. Uh, and that's what I did. What's cold? Well, I just turned it all the way to the bottom. Okay, you did max as cold as, <laughs> yeah, as, okay. cold as possible. In a Dutch winter as well. 
Yeah, the, the pipes probably made it slightly colder than it, whatever, doesn't matter. Uh, viability? Uh, so here's the fun thing. I've done this before and I just think it's like pain in that immediate moment of going into the shower. Like there's a moment of fear, like, oh my God, I don't want to do this. Uh, with that previous experience in mind, I had thought of a countermeasure to that, which is I was going to get myself uncomfortably hot so that I want to get into a cold shower. So I was doing a little bit of jogging in the morning till I worked up a sweat. And then I uh, got into the shower. Genius, okay, yeah. So, so with that, it goes from a viability of like two, I think, to uh, six or seven. It was, it was comfortable, like I wanted to get into the cold shower. Um, if you discount you immediately dying from like thermal shock. Like cracking like a ceramic plate, you know. Well, well that's the thing. You gotta run what? enough that you're actually like, you know, really hot. And so it, it we, is like oasis in the desert level of getting into that culture. Put a, okay. Can we put an age limit on this one? <laughs> it's survival six to seven until you're about sixty. Then please don't do it. Yeah, don't do you it. get too brittle at that age. I think it's not. Oh, that's it. Okay. People that okay. No, no, no. We're getting beside the point. Effectiveness. How effective do I think it was? Uh, I'll tell you what. I think it was very effective in waking me up. It was about <laughs> as as effective or more effective than a cup of coffee in the morning for me. Um, about as effective or Wait, more effective. Yeah. It, your story already doesn't add up. You you've already gone for a jog. I can't. Yeah, you're work pretty that. awake at that sake. Yeah, that's that's the problem. But the last time I did, I just straight up didn't do it because it felt so ass that I just didn't follow the whole month. So what's what's waking you up is the fear of the cold motivating you to go for a jog so you could be warm. So you're then cold. But it's not as bad. Well, that's the I only mean, way genius. I can trick a... myself yeah, into it's... doing it. I'm not doubting your method. I'm just trying to understand it. Yeah, uh, as opposed to as a part of any of that brown fat increased production. I mean, I couldn't feel any difference uh, for that. But I would say that there was an increased degree of alertness throughout the morning on account of the life and death situation I was just thrust into first thing. How was um, your How was your workload during the day, and what did you feel during the night? That's That's what I want to know next. I'd say moderate. I mean, I was job searching for the most of it, so it wasn't like okay. intense studying workload. Uh, and then just normal during the night, right? Yeah, like you're not like falling asleep at 10 o'clock or something? No, no, pretty normal otherwise. Okay. I'd say the Do shock wears cleaner? off in the afternoon. <laughs> Do you feel like more refreshed or cleaner in cold water? I, you, you do feel more refreshed. Uh, in the beginning, it also felt like I was undergoing ego death, you know? You just like... Immediately hot, immediately cold, and then yeah. you come out, and there's exactly zero thoughts going through my head right now. I was just existing. <laughs> you found the, the, the hard reset button. Just reset <laughs> to factory settings. <laughs> Clear your head for the day. I mean, with that in mind, uh, fun factor. I don't know if I'd call that fun. It wasn't boring. Uh, it probably saved energy bills doing that, because you really don't want to stay in the shower too long. Uh, yeah. I don't. And even if you do, it's just it's just cold water. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's zero. There's, there's zero no, energy cost. There's no heat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't say it's particularly fun. No, I'd say it's a three or four. Uh, 
Wow. Can we change this method, by the way? This isn't just ice shower anymore. This is exercise plus ice shower. Well, yeah, I, as, exercise as I, at least. As yeah. I mentioned before, I mean, I tried uh, the the viability. I thought was too low to actually bother going through with it the whole month. Okay. I, if you, Jinyao, please, by all means, if you're willing to subject yourself to cold shower no, two no, to no. three times a week. Dude, while I'm no. waiting for the water to turn hot during my hot shower, I'm already dreading it. So don't even talk <laughs> about the cold shower by itself. <laughs> you see what I mean, though? I, I think you need like a very high degree of motivation to be able to do that. But it, it's probably okay once you get used to the first couple of times. Um, uh, it's a bit of a safety hazard because. I tried it for a little bit a few years ago because I heard about the health benefits, but I, there's, there's, I was unable to just stand there and just take the cold water. If I, when I did and I'd do it for like thirty seconds, I would, uh, I, I would like jump around in the shower, you know, <laughs> on the wet towels and everything, just to, like, muscle through it and then turn it off and then run and, uh, you know smother myself in blankets and uh yeah I, I think that's the universal experience if you just go straight into the cold shower um and again it's mitigated by me going for a jog so that i'm actually like at a high body heat i thought you were gonna say like you take a hot shower before so you're just basically doing a sauna treatment every morning <laughs> but no exercise i guess exercise is better yeah I mean, it's a good way to wake up. I, I've been trying to figure out other ways to, like, you know, get myself up and, you know, rising in the morning. And, um, you know, a cup of coffee, of course, helps. But I think cold ca uh, cold showers really does it. But I found a third one that not everyone has. A, it, it's probably not going to work on everyone, but it works definitely for me. Is that uh, is bidet. You guys ever tried a bidet before? <laughs> Where are you going with this? <laughs> you use a bidet. Go like, on. I, yeah. cause I, I always have my poops in the morning. And you, you, so, but, you know, we, you, it's temperature controlled, but I just have it on the coldest set, uh, setting. So turn it all the way up. And s having cold water splashed up in that, it, <laughs> up in that region <laughs> is a shock to the system. And... It has helped me, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, shocking yeah, yeah. my work. How would you rate awake. that against a cup of coffee waking you up? It's 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 short term. It's like, you know, you wake up, you're really drowsy. You know, you you, you can't seem to shake it. Like coffee would, you know, drink it after a while. And but if I need need to be up and going, cold water up the anus is the way. All right. Wow, he sends the tingle well. up the spine from the base, right? <laughs> <laughs> a little electric bolt shooting yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's pretty good, I mean, although just... you do need a bidet for uh, this one to work out. Yeah. Just move to a progressive Asian country. <laughs> you need more bidets, man. Like good things, good stuff. It, it just seems like this is devolving into subjecting myself to physical pain in the morning to wake up. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna tune in in two weeks' time. So maybe I wake up early in the morning and I drop, you know, my wardrobe on my toe, and you know, nothing quite wakes me up quite like that. And then I jump off the first floor, and you know, that, when you really hit the ground running, ready to start your day, like it's just. At, at what point are you? Are you just? 
Are you just doing something horrible for the sake of doing something horrible? Take it to the extremes. You just you wake up, you line yourself, you know, a line of coke <laughs> to get yourself on it. Four weeks later, the advice uh, evolves to all right. The most effective way to wake yourself up: activate the flight or fight response. <laughs> yeah. The most effective way to wake yourself up. You can go to bed frightened keep... for the morning after. I, I've been breeding jaguars for four years, <laughs> and I release one into my room every morning. And nothing quite gets me out of bed, like the fear of being mauled alive and never seeing my family again. Okay. Uh, on the on the ice bath thing, mm. would it be easier? Because I've seen like like footballers and stuff, or like athletes do this. I think there's I think Kevin Hart does like an interview series in them, but there's like baths, ice baths versus ice showers. Oh, do you think yeah. the bath would be easier? Because I've done the ice bath, and I think there's something about the fact that the water's there, and you can look at it, and you could sort of dip in progressively. I feel like that would be easier mentally, as opposed to just this unending stream of, of cold death that you've got to stand under. Oh, as a mindset thing? I don't know, because like, like Daniel says, I have a similar experience of doing the ice shower, just trying to move in there so that I get warmer. It feels like if you're in a bath, you can't really try and generate the heat as much. I mean, it's like going into the sea, you know? You, you, you have to just waddle your way into the deeper end, and then the water slowly rises up your you know, your thigh, and it's freezing, and then it gets to the, you know, the critical area, yeah, and then you yeah. stop and have to really <laughs> pump yourself up. And you get hit by the double whammy of lower back immediately after that. Oh. His lower back is bad. I, I've just started diving in. My life changed for the better when I just started diving in. Just bite the um, bullet. You just gotta go. You just gotta go. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna take a break from uh, doing this stuff that'll probably hurt me for a, a, at least a month. I, I'm gonna try one of those, like, get abs in two weeks kind of things. Those sound like much more palatable. Well, Weight Watchers. Well, Weight Watchers? Well, 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 before you do that, <laughs> yeah. before you do that, you'll have to lose your rock hard six pack that you. Were <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, what if it gets Dear harder? <laughs> what if it gets harder? Yeah, that's right. Dear listener, what you don't know about you know you, you don't have a mental image of all of us, but at least for Jatong, you need to imagine imagine the leanest, you know, most muscular man possible. That's I mean, you can hear it just through the voice. Yeah. <laughs> you can hear the bone structure. Yeah, hunk of a man. Exactly. Yeah, we're still working on getting a new uh, picture for our podcast. I've commissioned the artist, and I think they're in the process of doing it. Uh, uh, shit. Fuck. Fuck. Oh, uh, are you alright there? Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, in other news, uh, regarding guest format, I think we're going to try and do get guests back onto the show again uh, this year. Oh, yeah. Within my brainstormed, uh, I think that this will work if we do... 30 minutes and we get only two of the co-hosts with the guest that we want on Ooh, uh, okay and then we sort of pick so, and match based off of expertise um so it's not overwhelming we don't have like five people <laughs> yeah. in the thing yeah yeah that, 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 sounds, that sounds interesting i'm excited i'm excited about that i think that'll be uh that'll be really good yeah so uh Look forward to that, dear listeners. Um, let's see. Uh, oh yeah, regarding the wacky question from the last time. 
I like I I we 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 we, we sounded like so we sound so dismissive of that original guy who was writing that article, but I, I uh, looked around a bit, and um, the AP Stylebook, I don't know how big of a deal this is, but the AP Stylebook in 2019 uh, decided to no longer use sick, and instead Ooh. to paraphrase, if possible. And to my understanding, oh. I guess they're a decently big part of uh, defining academic rigors. Um, What's AP? Yeah, so I saw sure. this. This this came up as like a Twitter post, but they are like one of the um, they're one of the websites that sort of tell you how you should format your writing. Okay. Is there, like, I guess yeah. Just take like one of those. Oh, I'm sure it stands for something. Associated protocol. Press. Ah, Susan Press. Yeah. Well, I guess, I guess it. What we were saying, part of what someone said this last time. I think it was you, Jatan. But like, there's sometimes where you do have to quote something verbatim if you're directly speaking about the mistake or a mistake. And yeah. Then, you know that there's some places we just have to put safe. Um, but I could see like trying to avoid it, right? There's definitely things that you try to avoid. And, Except when necessary, like that's. I guess, and these are also all just like style guides, right? It's style, it's personal. That's so true. I wonder, I wonder who even decides these things. Uh, their justification for it, though, was that, like, yeah, I think in some cases, sick can turn out to be aggressive rather than defensive as it's intended. And therefore, we should try and paraphrase so that it's more understandable to more people. Ooh. <laughs> I read that there was also like a there was a controversial like one example of a potentially controversial usage usage of sick was um, people if you use a sentence with whom but you should use I mean who but you should use whom instead yeah. and then they write sick for that that I can see as like <laughs> pretty pretentious because that is like a case of being more correct rather than you know something being wrong and then corrected. Either way, that's just adding a few more, uh, you know, a bit more perspective, because I think we were a bit more one-sided uh, in terms of how we evaluated it last time. First guest should be the guy who wrote that article. <laughs> <laughs> Hold his feet to the fire. Or her. Hold their feet to the fire. Oh, if they're still alive, we should get them in. We have one more guest mail. Uh, well, guest mail for the last time. We were supposed to have an episode out. Didn't have an episode out, so... Uh, don't know how temporal this will be, but here we go. Uh, salutations, Ross. Merry Christmas. <laughs> In the spirit of the holiday seasons, I will not be nitpicking for this message. Oh. Right. Just one small one. According to a dictionary of modern English usage, yours sincerely is used for friendly letters, yeah, okay. whilst yours faithfully is used for writing to unknown persons. Accordingly, yeah. the guidelines were written at a time before asymmetrical relationships became widespread, and so I've interpreted the formality of yours faithfully to be the appropriate degree of distance provided in our correspondence, especially as I do not call your individual names in my greeting. However, I will be happy to rectify my assumptions based on your feedback. Until then, yours faithfully, Carlisle. Wow. <laughs> what a man, dude. Brilliant. Carlisle. Brilliant. Classy, classy finish as well. I see what you've done there, sir. That's good. That's good. 
Thanks again for writing in, Carlisle, uh, elevating our discussions a little bit more. This 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 listener is the rock of our listener correspondence. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know how you, you have number one fans. I think if we're handing out gold medals, it's got to go to this guy. I love this guy. He's the reason we all do it. Yeah. <laughs> He's the president of the fan club. We should have a fan meetup, and it's just the four of us, and then Carlisle. And Carlisle. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, also, what's going on at the start? Salutations, Ross? Yeah. Who's Ross? I assume it's the abbreviation of write only sometimes. Oh! Wow. <laughs> oh okay, that's only just click. Okay, yeah, this yeah, guy's yeah. this guy's this guy's ahead of us. Oh, okay, yeah, there it is. <laughs> Ross. Why? Okay. Is that R O S? You just pronounced that Ross? Yeah, should I have said R O S? I mean, I'm just saying, if there's an extra S, is it the same pronunciation? Ross. It's Ross, isn't it? Ross. Yeah, I was thinking. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, you should next time, Carl. I'll append the IPA to how I'm supposed <laughs> to pronounce that. Would you? Put phonetics, phonetics afterwards. <laughs> Yeah. Send it an audio recording. Oh, yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah, send it an audio recording, Carlisle. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Laugh. Okay, right. okay, now. Yeah, did you want to address that or shall we... I guess I want to ask, like, do you, do you guys have any topics you want to bring up? Oh. If, you, if you say no, I've got a couple of things. Not for me. Uh, yeah, well, you know, there's the usual, there's the usual talk, which we're all probably a bit bored of by now, of uh, New Year's resolutions and the meta talk of, do people even do New Year's resolutions anymore? Because it's like it's like my go-to nowadays. Like whenever I I see someone soon after the first year, the first of January, you ask them if they're if they're up to anything, if they have any intentions to better themselves. But most people seem pretty. Uh, I don't know. Disillusioned by them. I guess we're at the age where most most people have failed at them enough. <laughs> you, you don't want to you don't want to put yourself through that again. But I don't know, do you guys? I could I could throw it out there. Do you guys have any particular resolutions or thoughts? Or... <laughs> I don't think anyone that I've talked to yet, as of yet, has mentioned a new year's resolution they have. The co- the, even the topic hasn't been brought up yet <laughs> oh, no. until now. Oh. <laughs> oh, there's a little hand being raised in the top right of my screen. Happy little face as well, yeah. Uh, I, on, I like New Year's resolutions because it's like a nice thing to sort of have in the back of your mind when you do stuff. Um, but I mean, I, I, I start picking mundane ones that you can get done pretty easily and so you can sort of tick them off and feel good about yourself. My one last year was to start using a daily planner, like the one, like an agenda that you write down all your stuff into. And that's like a bullet journal. Uh, not a bullet journal, but like the the calendar type, the one where it's one page every day, and you can write down the times for yeah. meetings or whatever. Do you stick with them? I guess you're quite resolute as a person. Like you're the you're the worst person to talk about New Year's resolutions because you're the guy who called showers for a month just for this podcast. <laughs> Like you're, yeah, you're you're pathologically insane, and that's fine. We love you for it, but yeah. Yeah, he's the least interesting person to talk about New Year's resolutions. Yeah, 
He's like, yeah, I've got all these resolutions and I always keep them all. It's great. I love it. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna do great. No, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. I can put myself. I can step off this pedestal. I haven't always kept them. I used to make crazy ones okay. and then you know not do them. You know stuff like oh, learn Russian to talk to hot Russian babes. Didn't didn't work out. Didn't work out. All right, not doing those kinds anymore. Oh, that that one didn't learned, work out. He learned oh. No, no, no. He learned Russian for nothing. <laughs> uh, oh, it's the it's the he succeeded in the learning <laughs> Russian bit. But he didn't manage to talk to hot babes. With it. <laughs> hot babes, he failed that. Uh, turns out, turns out it wasn't the Russian that was the problem. It wasn't a language barrier. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, that, that's that's good though. That's good. I like this idea of mundane because you have like philosophies of goal settings, and one of them is you want to set the bar so ridiculously low. Like, if you want to read. Rather than saying I'm going to read a chapter a day, you you just need to say I'm going to read a word once a week. That way, it's so ridiculously low. There's sort of no excuse for not doing it. And then once you sit down and open the book and read the first word, you know, you, yeah, you might as well keep reading. You might as well. So yeah. You might as well, right? Or like, I think for me, I, I wanted to start going to the gym around September, and I set myself the goal of just being in the gym, like just being stepping foot inside the gym once a week. And that really worked for me because even when I was like, ah, oh, can't be bothered. Okay, I'll just go and go back. Then, ah, oh, yeah, you might as well, might as well use yeah. some machines for ten minutes. Like, oh, what the hell? There's um, a wonderful quote: yeah. "If there's something worth doing, it's worth doing badly." Like, if it's it, oh, since okay. it's worth flossing, it's worth flossing badly. Like, just stick it, the toothpick in between your teeth, call the day. <laughs> Eventually, you can yeah. sort of build up that kind of thing. Well, it's funny you should mention the gym. Because I went on the second to my gym, and I, noticed, <laughs> I noticed there was an it was unusually busy, right? And then I went a two more times, and it became less and less busy. Actually, I saw a bunch of new faces on the second that I'd never seen before, and then they all disappeared. Yeah, I think there's also yeah, merit that's, in that's not classic. telling people about your New Year's resolutions. Because sometimes you you tell other people and then you also get social pressure to do it, which makes you end up not doing it. Kind Ooh, of weird isn't, thing. isn't the wisdom isn't the wisdom that it, it'll make you more likely to do it? I've heard both ways. It depends how you justify it in your head. Because like yeah. it could be that you 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 do like you say like a New Year's resolution, but it's uh, so outlandish that you haven't properly categorized it in your head as whether it's intrinsic or extrinsic. But then if you like tell your friends or family and then they badger you about it, uh, you might then convince yourself that you're actually doing it for them and then lose motivation. Or is it just, just telling someone about the resolution is like, ah shit, I've made progress already. I don't need to do it anymore. That's, that's the one I heard. Or just telling them? Yeah, yeah just telling them is like, I, I, I don't know. Uh, you know, I'm gonna, st uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start like studying more or like oh I'm, I'm gonna go to the gym and then someone's like oh that's a really good idea yeah nice good on you and then oh, that's yeah, enough gratification feedback yeah yeah, yeah that, that's enough already all right <laughs> Done. i could see that i could see that i think you've just made me notice that i do this so, <laughs> um well i don't i don't usually set them and i don't know why I don't know why. I definitely have lots of like things I want to improve, and you know, constantly have things I want to work on. I don't usually set them, so I thought I would set one for myself this year. 
but and? I still haven't really decided what it is. So, yeah, I guess I guess that's that's not really going well. My New Year's resolution is to set myself a New Year's resolution. <laughs> that's so pretty good. That's a... But you're saying that you're already working on things like in the lead up, like yeah. there's continuous no. stuff. Okay. Yeah, I guess I guess yeah. I think that that's one of the weird things about it. If I, I guess it's a good chance to get a clean break, but yeah, it's pretty artificial. Like life is continuous from before yeah. and after this this arbitrary line in the sand. Now, I think I want to do something about music. Like uh, I bought a piano about a year ago, and uh, haven't really you done mean, anything with it. You mean like that one? <laughs> that like that one? Yeah, this is great. This is great for the listener. Yeah, image <laughs> yeah. one: Jin Yao pointing in his background to a piano yeah, at the yeah. side of. Pushed against the wall. Image two, Bernardo doing the same. It's the side of his hand. It's the size of my hand, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I think lead. Oh, I think leading up to the idea of New Year's resolutions too. I'd like to ask you. Well, on the topic of changing people's minds, because New Year's resolution is basically like changing your mind about something. Uh, what are your experiences, your goals, um, how successful do you feel you've been and what are the ways to be successful with changing people's minds? Oh, that's such a hard one because it's, it's really, really rare, I think, that you watch someone's mind be changed in real time. Like usually when you change someone's mind or someone changes their mind, it's like done in private. And then you have a conversation where someone tells you about a long time ago when their mind was changed. So I, I've definitely, yeah, I've definitely thought about this, but I don't think I've ever been particularly good at changing people's minds. It's just so hard to. But surely, like, I mean, nothing in a profound sense. Yeah, surely, if their mind changes yeah. in like a short duration of time, it, it wasn't like something they've had strong opinions about. I would have thought most if not all of mind changing is done gradually yeah 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 exactly if, yeah if i certainly think of like myself like some big big changes that i've had that they've they've rarely been like split second moments it's more like long long uh, drawn out conversations over over a period of time but that's why like debates are really interesting because you know, there, there's some like utopian world where a debate could end halfway through because the opposition is like, "Oh yeah, actually, good point. No, you are right," and then it ends. But you know, it never, it never is like that. It's always like people screaming at each other for an hour and they have a bunch of points. And I guess, I guess, I guess this, that's probably because people debate about things that are worthwhile debating. But I, I don't know if I've ever seen someone change their mind live. You mean official debates, or like? Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Because I was, I was going to say, there are a handful of situations where I'm just like, oh shit, you're right, and then I just stop talking. So like, I don't know. I feel like it happens more often. Yeah, than... like, could you could you list some experiences where you've personally changed your mind? I don't know. I had some half-thought-out opinion. Again, this is... You, you say it, it, like, it changes over time, right? Like, you mean... Like, what's what's the overtime thing? Like, you have the, converse, the same conversation, like like part one part two part three and you continue talking about it until the mind is changed or something because like when i had yeah. my mind changed it's like i had this like half thought out idea but it's been it's stuck with me for like a long time 
So that that's that's been there for a long time. And then someone like gives me good reasons for it. Like I don't know, my brother tells me like, "Oh, it's actually like this or you know, this is some, you know, like uh, he, he like oh, I did some research and it's actually like this." And then I'm I, I'm I'll just be like, "Oh, okay." I didn't think, you know, your your reasons that you've given me are better than whatever I had in my head. So, you know, my mind has changed, I guess. I mean, it's not changing. You just because you haven't like really formulated your opinion well, yet, I have, right? I mean, I have taken the stance. It's just not a very good stance because I haven't looked into it that much. Right. So it is being changed, but like. No, I, I was just gonna say I would agree with um, like the only really times where my you know I change my mind on something will be because I haven't really thought through properly. I haven't taken the time so you know somebody brings up something that's a valid point but oh fair enough and then there you go Bob's uncle yeah yeah I guess I guess in my mind I was taking it as like different from somebody sh showing or proving to you that you just haven't really properly thought about something like in my mind the ideal mind change is like I have an opinion and I have this opinion for what I believe are good reasons, and then somebody talks to me and reasons me out of like a firmly held belief. I think that's what I'm envisioning as the canonical mind change. Mind change, whereas, yeah, yeah. whereas, oh, I've just never particularly thought about, you know, the fact that you have to floss, for example, until your dentist is like, hey, by the way, you should floss, and you're like, ah, oh, okay, yeah, okay, I'll floss. Like that doesn't really count as a mind change in my mind because it's. It's just new information, or it's, I guess uh, maybe it's not even new information, but it's just it was never never something to which I'd given much thought. Yeah, uh, that's the thing. I don't think I've I can't remember a time where I've changed my mind because I was given a new perspective on something. It's always just new information missing. Like somebody says, you know, add some information that kind of, you know, well, either ruins my opinion or like you know, makes them understand that I I'm I'm in the wrong. Yeah, I think Jinyao's the, the, the my stance wasn't that good is also a degree of self-awareness that you don't see in the, the debates we're probably thinking about where both sides come in with like a pretty strong opinion that they are correct in their thinking. The, the goal of those debates is much probably much more performative and much less actually trying to change your, your opposition's mind. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know what the I don't know what there must be some kind of I guess a political the political rally or the political speech is more the type of speech that's supposed to to change your mind uh, much more than a debate because politics is all about is all about that right you, this, you we have the same facts apparently and our interpretations are different because we have different social theories so you oh, mean like are pretty performative no those one on one debates yeah Really, I would have thought those were more performative, because clearly, like, I, the both sides aren't going to change their stance, right? Because their campaign is like eighty percent done or like through to the end, right? Or am I yeah, thinking about I, the I, one? I think I, I think I meant not like a political rally. I think I meant a political talk. Like you go to a talk by somebody who's just talking about their their views, yeah. as opposed to going to a debate or a rally. 
Because if there's already an opposition and you're already in a, in a conflict, then it's in no one's interest to, to yield. Yeah, I think we need to we need to dial it down to let's talk about like your debates with your friends and family members or yeah. peers um, to to remove that public performance aspect of it. Why why have you been thinking about this? Have you been trying to change people's minds as a blip? Are you trying to change our minds? No, because uh, what I had what I had was like in relation to New Year's resolutions that we have this truism that most people don't commit onto their New Year's resolutions, which is the with basically the goal of changing their own mind about who they are, right? So yeah. I invite you, why do you think this is? And in general, how do we change the minds of those around us and ourselves? I mean, I guess like, to literally answer the question, you usually give facts that you think are key and pivotal on which you hinge your argument. Like these are the key facts on which I've based my opinion. So in the context of New Year's resolutions, I guess that would be, oh, you're unhealthy as of late. Me, I would be saying to myself, your, your weight has gone up, therefore you're, you're, you're less muscly, therefore we want to, you haven't been having as much success with the ladies, you know, you need to, you need to get butt. These are the facts. And then you lay down, you, you balance your stack of cards above that, your epistemological so you think that uh, with enough facts, you can convince a person that's generally how you approach the act of changing people's minds? Well, you need the right reason. You need the right reason above those facts. And I think that's mostly where people disagree. Like when, when people disagree on the facts, it's an non-starter. The interesting disagreements are when everyone agrees on the numbers and the stats, but just completely disagree on the reason. Well, say you wanted to convince me to start going to the gym regularly. How would you go about yeah. doing that? Well, we'd have to lay down. To, okay, we need to lay down some kind of fact, uh, ground truth. So, you know, me, Dan, and Jin Yao will agree that you've really let yourself go lately. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you've, uh, you're taking up, you're taking up a lot more of the of the camera that you used to. Yeah, uh, fairly unrecognizable. I saw, I heard you just keep you keep making and eating dumplings, and while I heard they're very good. You should really cut down on them, and then you know a great way to a great way to lose weight is to go to the gym. Therefore, you should go to the gym if I wanted to convince you to go to the gym. But yeah, I think I'd probably start with facts. Yeah, but that's interventional, no? Like, say instead of there's something that they're doing that's unhealthy, it's just they're okay, but you want them to be better because I think that's what most New Year's or I mean, not most, but a lot of New Year's resolutions are. It's how to better your current position rather than seeing like problems and tackling them because that's probably whenever you identify an issue you're going to try and do something about it yeah i don't know mm. i don't know if that's true because lots of like the, the typical new resolutions are like stop smoking and uh, uh start working out wonderful I, I think they are quite i think they are quite interventional uh, which is, I think that's why the truism exists. It's because it's they are vague, poorly set, and it's it's just huge lifestyle changes that are really difficult to abide by. Okay, also so for those, what? Oh, yeah, go on. Hugely vague. Stop smoking. Yeah. When? Where? Now? Like, yeah. How? Like, can I use nicotine patches? Can I? Yeah. But when they are interventionally based, that you think, okay, lay on the facts, and then that's the best way of getting people to change their mind. I 
think so. Okay. Um, and what about the... I've never had to give an intervention. What, what about general cases where it's not like strictly an improvement? Like you want to get a friend that doesn't watch movies to start watching movies. You want to get somebody who's never gone skydiving to go skydiving. You want somebody who's never been to uh, Vietnam to go visit Vietnam with you. You're going to address all the excuses that he, that he, that he starts giving yes, as reasons true. not to. Oh, but I don't want... I'm scared of... Uh, I'm scared of skydiving because uh, I'm... What is it? Uh, afraid of Rational. heights? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid the parachute... Par I have this fear the parachute will uh, not work or something. Oh, but then we can, you know... Oh, then we, we'll go to a really trustworthy one, right? One where, where the statistics are like I mean they're all trustworthy. I don't know why you would ever like be in business if you had your parachute break, but still like you know. Oh, but like uh, thousands of people do it every month. I have no figures, but like you know. And then, well, you would bring figures. You'd come prepared for this yeah. hypothetical. This hypothetical. Are you convinced, Daniel? I'm, I'm just... Would you start going skydiving with, from what Daniel has told you? Oh, come on, um, Daniel. Only, only other trustworthy <laughs> skydiver. <laughs> I don't know. I think, I think going to the untrustworthy one would add to the thrill of it. <laughs> just for the thrill. He's some old yeah. man. He's got like an ex-commissioned like, uh, ex like Soviet plane. It's been sold. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, but his skydiving is themed. The it's a Soviet-themed skydiving. Whereas ah. he... The trusted one doesn't have a theme. Oh. Yeah. But that's no fun. <laughs> what if they're lazy? How'd you what counter that? What if they're that? lazy? Yeah, they just, uh, just want to, you know, stay at home. You force them. <laughs> you force them. You, uh, you, do, you do the, the Bernardo approach, right? And then you, you like, make, make it, you, you make them, like, give them, like, a really easy to complete task. And then it slowly dominoes into like <laughs> skydiving. Wait, what? Hey man, can you just hold on to this rubber? Can you just hold on to this rubber band <laughs> yeah. for me? Thirty minutes later. All right, dude. When I say in five seconds, you jump out of the plane. All right. On the green light. Okay, go, go, go. Yeah, just take one tiny step. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry that it's off the side of a plane. Like it's just one step. I mean, why else do we have peer pressure? Like, why does peer pressure exist? Is to get those lazy fucks to do things. That's a good point. They won't do otherwise. Listen, I'm gonna go on the limb here. I'm on the side of the the friend who doesn't want to go skydive. Let the guy, <laughs> let the guy be on his couch. Like he's already he's already failed all of his New Year's resolutions. Let him fail yours as well. Like let him be. We bring all the guys in. Like... We stand around chanting. <laughs> skydiving. 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 Very few people die doing this. Like, okay, man. You got me. I'll go. I guess I've got. Do you want to die? No, well, then go skydiving. I have no the stats right here. No one died in this place last year. Zero people. Oh, God. Okay. In fairness, though, if I do go skydiving, I'll, I'll probably do a little background check. <laughs> Imagine so. Okay. Yeah. Has anything happened with like what people have gone with these? I don't know. With these people before. Was this question an elaborate way to find your skydiving partner? Because I'll go, dude. I want to skydive. <laughs> <laughs>
I've seen the statistics. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. I, I'd go with you if you didn't want to go. It'll be a oh, challenge of me to convince you. I don't want to go anymore. <laughs> no, hey, Gio, look at these figures, man. In that case, I really want to go skydiving. Oh, you do. Oh, come with me, Bernardo. <laughs> Hold this rubber band. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hold this rubber band. It's your really easy, actionable task, is it? <laughs> It's a pity you didn't study psychology or something, uh, and then 50 years later there will be a technique called the rubber band holding technique, based on this whole uh, this whole conversation. God, 50 years! Wow, I really let go, didn't I? Um, <laughs> no, you didn't, because you the... went to the gym after our conversation. Yeah, true, true. I think uh, the the skydiving horror stories that I've heard are mostly about the rope being too long, or too rubbery, too elasticated, and you just like don't get stopped in time and kind of like hit. Well, you're thinking bungee jumping, not skydiving. <laughs> oh, I'm thinking skydiving. I'm thinking bungee jumping. You're right. Oh, well, that's why I said the rubber. That's why I said the rubber band thing. Oh! Oh wait, that's why. Oh shit! Okay. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like an elastic, like a loop. <laughs> like one of those. No. Yeah. No. Okay. Okay. Well, I I also really want to go skydiving, also right. and bungee jumping. Yeah, they're both things I definitely want to do. I think I filed them both away in the same place in my mind. I called <laughs> fuck no never. God no please no no. Oh yeah. yeah. So, these are things like you know they're ruined for you if you see you know a bad incidence of it because I would never go skydiving or I don't I'm pretty certain I wouldn't and the reason I think of it's not because of like I look at the stats and how often accidents occurs because uh, when I was younger we had a plumber who had a really weird walk uh, I asked my dad why that was and because he had a skydiving accident oh my I was God. like six years old at the time <laughs> like ever since that conversation it's been off my to-do list <laughs> permanently oh. like it doesn't matter if you look at it it's like 0.001% of people get getting into incident just because I've seen that one guy that one guy. unfortunate one although there's a way in which this is actually a heartwarming story because even if you do get into that horrible skydiving accident you'll still have a fruitful career ahead of you as a plumber. <laughs> <laughs> Which is good to know. I was thinking, right, this is, this is like, this, this like goes under the slots, under the category of like childhood trauma. And then the only way to <laughs> <Right>. convince him, <laughs> just the only way to convince him out of that one is like, I, I could see like, if you had like a really good relationship with your like significant other, and then they like managed to coax you into it just through like sheer trust. That's like the only way to get you out of it. So the no, answer to Tong, if you want to convince this guy, right, invest like 20 years of trust building as a significant other, and then, you know, use that trust to get him to wow. do the activity. Emotional manipulation, that's the that's three, three strategies. One, foot indoor technique. <laughs> Two, facts and logic. Three, pay for their therapy. <laughs> Good job, boys. We've cracked it. There you go. No, I think the only way that I'll get convinced 
is that if I saw that plumber again and he had a regular walk, you know, he had some sort of like surgery or something, he just, you know, walks up straight. Like nothing he went skydiving. The went... advancement of modern medicine. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not medicine. He went skydiving again, landed on the other leg, and it's something. <laughs> he corrected him. Well, Daniel, it's funny you should mention that. Because I don't know if you remember his name, but we've oh got God. him right here. <laughs> wow. oh we invited him back just for you. <laughs> Introducing our first guest of season three. Skydiving plumber. plumber. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he was plumbing whilst skydiving. That just sounds impractical. <laughs> Alright. Right. I don't know if it's true though. Like Yeah, your dad could have I've just been, been messing with you given that you were six. Mm-hmm. Uh actually we all had an assignment that we had to do. Uh we had to contact someone we haven't spoken to in a year, wish them happy holidays, and uh, try to keep the conversation going on as long as possible. Like to uh like everyone to hand in their assignments now. How did it go? Ooh, who's going first? I, I I can actually should I start because I've kind of I kind of asked to risk the assignment anyway. Uh, you know, sure, <laughs> cool. Janelle, just just go for it. Let's so the task was seasons greetings, right? <laughs> I miss I miss I miss saw that part. So I I sent a happy new year instead. Um, it was my best friend from year six. I didn't talk I ever since high school or we went into senior school. I didn't talk to him. Uh, so. How how old was I when we? How old were we in year six? Like ten, like eleven or something? Twelve? Mm-hmm. Mm. Something, uh, like something like that. Anyway, something yeah, like conversation didn't last very long, because I don't think he uses Facebook that often. But I did figure out that he is doing a PhD now. Oh. Oh, nice. Yeah. And uh, we uh, we used to do like, like we used to make YouTube videos together. I'm not gonna tell you what they are, but. Oh. We used to make YouTube videos together. You know, you remember Nigahiga, like the YouTuber? Yeah. 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 We yeah, used to yeah. we used to do stuff like we used to like parody his videos, and then I think he's developed that interest into something else now. But uh, I I asked oh. him about that, and he was like, Yeah, yeah. It evolved into something else, and I was like, Ah, I'm I'm still uh, I still like editing videos now and then. Mm. So that was that. You think you're going to? You think you're going to stay in touch? Uh, maybe. Do you <laughs> if you feel replies. like you're jammed with him? Like, did it I feel mean, like how the friendship was before? Or? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I haven't talked to him in, it, in like, bloody ages, so mm. it's more professional, right? But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Seems good. Oh, that's a nice story, yeah. Thank you for that. Good job. Yeah, um, I, I messaged uh, somebody from my first year uh, of Union Delft, which I hadn't talked to for a few years. But I, I had a pretty close relationship to it. Like we would go out and um, you know have coffee and hang out pretty often. But of course, once I left, that died down, and it's been pretty radio silent for the last few years. So um, I kept it pretty seasonal. I, I messaged him um, on uh, Christmas morning, and we talked about like you know what we got for presents and uh, what. Uh, I was trying to fit like fish like a bit of information on what's what she's up to, but I, did, I couldn't get anything concrete. 
Yeah. yeah. A little secretive. It's like, um, you know, what you're up to these days is, oh, trying to live a peaceful life. Like, oh, yeah, but, you know, you doing anything? It's like, ah, oh, just, you know, this and that. And <laughs> I think after, like, the third attempt, I was like, do you know what? Never mind. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to get any more information out of this, apparently. Nice, but, uh, nice. Yeah. So, um, this... Um, I wasn't when you said try to keep the conversation as long as possible. I wasn't really sure about like because we ne rarely like we're both messaging each other immediately. It would be like message and then a day or half a day and then a response and forwards and backwards. Yeah. So this is, of course is a f period of few days here. Um. And uh, yeah, no, it was. Um, sh she's a very talkative person, so it was pretty easy to keep the conversation going. Cause, I'll just mention one thing and then get a page in return. <laughs> so did make that much much easier. Did you feel you it jammed much as much as uh, before? Yeah, I mean it's like nothing's changed pretty much. Mm. As yeah, yeah. Oh nice. Um, I guess the, the worry with these things is always like, oh, they're just gonna think like, who is this guy messaging me? Yeah. But I guess I guess you got to think. If they messaged you out the blue, like swap it, how would you react? And that's probably how they'll react as well. Yeah. Pretty good. Good job. Yeah. Good job of your assignment, Danny. Thank you. Apparently, I said I, I, I'm looking at like, the last messages and I was Happy New Year's. And um, I sent it at like 20 past uh, 12. So already oh. at the new, in the new year. She responded. And then, like, an hour and a half later, like close to 2 a.m., I sent another happy new year to her. <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, I must have been, I had a few drinks with, you know, with, you know with like two friends, so I must have been so blasted, I just forgot about it and sent it again. Okay. You must now keep sending her happy new year messages until she responds. It's a fucking maniac. Yeah, just, just lean into your error. Sorry, it, sorry, it's a bot. Yeah, you took over. You know, it wasn't my fault. Yeah. By the way, happy new year. Have I said happy new year? Happy new year. I think we, just, I think we have, right? Let's keep it going. No, I mean that. Oh, just right. Repeatedly in February. Keep yeah. going. <laughs> oh god. Uh, well, I, I feel like I've I kind of shit the bed here. I, uh -oh. I I scrolled I scrolled I scrolled on Facebook Messenger mm -hmm. until I was on a chat that was two years old, and then I I generated a random number from one to a hundred on Google, and I counted down and I got Jin Yao. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, <laughs> what's up? Jinya <laughs> oh, was actually really close to Dan as well. Like uh, it could have gone, and I, I've just been so I just I just sent Jinya a happy mess, happy new, happy new Christmas message or something. Oh right. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay. We had a good we had a good chat. I mean we get along. Uh, it was good. Yeah. It, it, it made it. It yeah. made it really weird when I saw I saw you in person and you asked me how it was going, <laughs> and I think I had an unopened message from you. <laughs> no, don't worry, um, I, I conveniently ignored that. So so did um, you jazz well with him? 
No, hold yeah, on, hold on. You didn't do the assignment. I said that you haven't contacted in at least a year. You clearly have. Well, according to Facebook, we haven't. Yeah, but okay, okay. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, Facebook yeah, isn't the I, world. I, 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 Facebook okay. is grabbing the monopoly on human interactions. Oh. Oh, I, will, I will accept a bad grade on the assignment. But I, I did have a wonderful conversation with Junya. You I didn't try? Wait, you didn't try anyone you actually <laughs> had to talk to? I can, I can Why did you have to randomly generate a number? See Junya, you're like, oh, I guess the gods <laughs> ordained it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, oh, I was yeah. like, yeah, no, well, okay. where did this come from? This is a really nice conversation. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was good. It was really good. Uh, I'm glad. Okay, I'm glad. I stand by. I stand by. If you say you're going to generate a random number, and you know you you let God decide for you, you can then not. You can't go back on it. You got to stick with it. Like my mistake was generating the random number. I should have scrolled past Jenny. I should have made the rule before. No, you, no. <laughs> but you, once you define the parameters, you can't go back. No, your mistake was using Facebook Messenger as the be-all, end-all. <laughs> Clearly, it wasn't. I, I accept that. I completely accept that. Oh my god. Yeah, he's already said he's, he accepts he accepts a bad grade, right? I accept. Well, what about I me? I haven't accepted it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What? Well, I don't get a good job. No, no, you didn't do the job. What do you mean? <laughs> no, you get a, you get a good job for, uh, for me, dude. And thanks for the conversation. By the way. I I oh. just want to make it clear. I hope our conversation can continue. I was having a really good time. Yeah, anytime, bro. Anytime. Okay. All right. What about you, Tom? <laughs> Uh, I contacted one of my primary school friends we hadn't uh, talked to since the beginning of the coronavirus pandemic. Messaged him. We had like a trip planned uh, the exact year that COVID happened, so it never went through. Uh, then I forgot to talk with uh, them for a while. But uh, no, uh, re caught up. They uh, were a huge movie fan before, uh, so we talked about that for a bit. They're apparently watching The Walking Dead right now. Interesting choice. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, and like in the interim, because uh, in our primary school, a lot of fellow students were South Korean, and they uh, have conscription. So the period of mm. coronavirus actually was the period that they had to go into the army for the most of them. So he was telling me about how uh, a lot of his friends um, just came back from being in the army. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a perspective change. That that was uh, that was pretty fun. Yeah, we jammed about as well as before, so that was nice to see as well. Uh, had a nice. It's so talk. nice that you. It's so nice that all three of you got a chance to like reconnect to an old friend. Yeah, if only, huh, Bernardo? <laughs> <laughs> what what prompted the assignment? I thought it was a really good assignment. When I'm, I'm when I'm running on the running machine, I just think, oh, what should I make my guys on the podcast do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I I would I would welcome a new assignment. I thought I had a lot of fun. Do you have any good. scrapped ideas you can share? Uh, <laughs> if I like scrapped them, they probably weren't very good. I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, I feel like. Too. I feel like you definitely should assign it to us on air, I think. 
Mm. Ooh. Yeah. Yes. Because I went back to look for the assignment and it wasn't there, and I automatically assumed it was just any period between Christmas and New Year. I mean, at least you did it. <laughs> <laughs> so this is what we're talking about: setting the bar low, Fernando. What's yeah. the? Hey, J- Jingya did it twice. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did it twice. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're reaching the end. Of yeah, we've come out to one hour. Perfect. Um, one hour too. Oh yeah. Good yeah, job. yeah. Uh, wow. This will be our first uh, episode of the year. Um, happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the, like, for, for New Year, at least this year, I, I don't know. I felt so... Uh, I guess you're right What what you mentioned at the start where we're probably getting a little disillusioned because of our age. Um, and to, like, perfectly round it off, um, I went and saw two friends from high school that I've been keeping in touch with and um, we sat around the table and just talked and had a few drinks and we didn't realize that we passed New Year's like, it wasn't until one of them checked the phone which said oh it's 20 past 12 it's, <laughs> we're already in the New Year I was like uh, happy New Year and then, <laughs> and then we just carried on <laughs> it was such an insignificant like moment that we when I reached that new year. What 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 I but deduce from this is that there's no fireworks in Norway. Yeah. <laughs> Not where he lives, apparently. Yeah, that was my question as well. <laughs> but also, this now makes it actually a lot more special that you sent your friend Happy New Year at twenty past midnight, because you sent it as soon as you realized it was the years. You just yeah, you just noticed twenty minutes late. Ooh. Yeah. Fair enough. How did yeah. it did it ruin it for you? Was it nice? What what's that experience like? I've never missed a New Year's. Would you it, recommend it? Look, if I would recommend it, I think so. Like uh, I now I'm starting, I I got a taste for what those people who just celebrate early and then go to bed at nine o'clock and just wake up in the new year. <laughs> Careful the fireworks! I just wake up and then ah, there you go. New year, new me. I think also the, uh, this year was kind of weird because a lot of people that I talk to like you know uh, often there's plans you know you go out or you celebrate with your friends or your family but a lot of people I talk to they just didn't they didn't make an event out of it it was just another night and um, I mean it was nice being with the friends but it kind of confounded it compounded that kind of idea like ah oh, it just it just passes like it, the significance of it wasn't there much anymore yeah these things are all in the head i think like i don't really celebrate my birthday that much and uh but uh, i love christmas and i love new year's uh, and i try to make it a big deal every year i think to that extent all in the head i think the same for my birthday i don't really celebrate it because it's the 16th of july like from I think from my child because everyone's always on holiday or away around my birthday, it's always been a pain in the ass. So I was like, at some point you're like, ah, it doesn't fucking matter anyways. Yeah, it's not like you can top that big deli bender anyway. So with that, uh, I'd like to thank all the listeners for tuning in to another episode, and uh, we'll hope to see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> bye bye.